Hello, this is Margarita Monet from Edge of Paradise, and you are listening to the Metal Pit Podcast. Welcome to the Metal Pit Podcast. I am your host, Blake, and today we have a special episode. This is episode 40 this year, and this is our last episode of season one of the Metal Pit Podcast. This is our today, Halloween. Since it's Halloween today, we're doing this in the afternoon because I know these two that are with me. Oh, sorry. My guests are Stacia. Hi, Stacia. Hello. And Jim is with me, too. Hey, guys. Anyway, so I wanted to do this in the afternoon because I know they have to go trick-or-treating tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. (laughs) Or they have to hand out candy or something like that. Anyway. So anyway, so yes. I can still (laughs) trick-or-treat. Yes. Yes, you do. That's right. (laughs) And and I'm immature enough that I can (laughs) trick-or-treat. Actually, I might as well ask that question now then. Uh, what was your, do you have a favorite costume you wore as a kid when you went trick-or-treating? Stacia, start with you. Do you have something that you really love wearing? You know what? I do. This is going to sound ridiculous. So I'll open by saying this was a, a child's version. So when I was a kid, my mom and I were obsessed with Elvira. Um, I loved Mistress of the Dark. I loved any Elvira content. So I was really excited in grade four to get an Elvira costume. It wasn't like the, you know, like the deep V. It was just like a high necked, like little black dress with the wig. But I remember being in grade four and the teacher making everybody go up to talk about their costume and no one knew what the fuck I was. And I was trying to explain Elvira to the class and everybody was like, I don't understand. And I'm trying to find a way to be like, you know, she's like really pretty and she hosts all these horror things on late night tv and they were just like i I don't get it (laughs) (laughs) but i do look back on it as being ahead of my time so that is uh that is my favorite (laughs) i love elvira who doesn't love elvira oh elvira is awesome right i don't want to meet somebody who doesn't like elvira that says more about them exactly (laughs) okay jim what about you do you have any favorite childhood memory of a costume you wore or something yeah it was pretty predictable uh you know from like 19 late 1970s it was darth vader right up until i think i was 25 no i'm just kidding I was 25. <laughs> but but yeah it was darth vader i mean i had the mask my mother made the cape i just wore black clothing and and then you know we would we would go out on our bikes i lived in a more rural area so we would bike probably one or two kilometers stash our bikes in the wood woods and have pillowcases and then hit the only subdivision that was there with like 100 houses and we would just uh, bike back with these sacks and sacks of candy and chips it was awesome oh that sounds amazing (laughs) picturesque halloween yes yes well, for, for me, we, we didn't have a lot of money in my family. We didn't spend much money on costumes, but I remember having, I only really remember one year that I wore some cheap Spider-Man costume that had a plastic mask or whatever. Not like the mask you can buy now at 
the Halloween stores, but just a cheap thing. But I do remember one going out with my older brother. He was like six years older than me. And we went with one of his friends and we get to this one house and the lady goes, are you the kids soaping my windows? And we said, <laughs> no. And then I said, and then I said, hey, I, I, sm I do smell soap. And then my brother's friend whispered to me, shut up. So I guess he had some <laughs> But I don't think we did their house. And I don't remember us doing any houses, but maybe they did it before I got there or something. I don't know. <laughs> and you were just being a total narc about it. Yeah. I was a goody, goody, goody. I didn't do anything bad. So I'm like, I do smell soap. So it's probably Walker <laughs> right beside me. <laughs> so anyway, so yeah, so this is the third year anniversary of the current version of the Metal Pit. I guess I forgot to give us our information. Check us out on our website, www.themetalpit.org, and on our Facebook and Instagram at The Metal Pit, and visit our YouTube channel at youtube.com at The Metal Pit 666. And if you want to send us an email with suggestions or album suggestions or whatever, email us at info at themetalpit.org. We just recently got our first fan mail, I guess you want to call it that, as Paul from Australia sent us a message complimenting us on the podcast, and he gave a suggestion for a top 10 list where we should do top 10 album covers, which is a great idea, and we'll try to do Ooh. that sometime. And Wicked. That's I'm going to throw in Tomb of the Mutilated Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. That's yeah. got to be in the top two. Yeah, that's a oh, good yeah, one. Seriously. <laughs> He actually, he said in his message, you could probably do one on just on Iron Maiden albums, and then you True. could probably do one on just Cannibal Corpse albums. You could just yeah. rank Cannibal Corpse. So I guess if we do another, we haven't done a Cannibal Corpse album yet, have we, Stacia? You're going to do one with somebody. Yeah, my friend Pepper, he's so busy, especially around this season. Um, they're, him and his friend are Guinness record holders, and they just travel all over the place doing... <laughs> stunts and putting shark hooks into them and pulling cars with them and snapping mouse traps on their tongues none of those are a joke by the way that's all true really wow yes yeah yeah <laughs> but well, there, so if you do, well if you do a cannibal corpse episode you could probably do the top 10 cannibal corpse album covers for yourselves or something like that maybe. yeah <laughs> i mean i think there's uh six there's 16 albums now so we're only we just have to cut the six with the covers we don't like <laughs> So, yeah, so I'll do that suggestion sometime anyway soon. So thanks, Paul, for emailing us and saying how much you love us. Okay, now we're going to do the Halloween thing. Okay, so like I said, it's the third year anniversary of this version of the Metal Pit. I'm just going to give a little brief uh, kind of a bio of the Metal Pit. Uh, oh, first, I want to say, so releasing this episode, Halloween night, uh... Oh, this is both your first year, you, Stacia, and Jim. This is your first year on the Metal Pit. You both, you joined the see Stacia. You said March, and then Jim was in May. So how are you guys liking being on the Metal Pit, Stacia? Oh, I think it's great. It's super fun. Um, and it also makes uh, all the stupid knowledge I have feel useful, which is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I just want to wax on about I don't know the top like fifty venom facts, and uh, now I have an excuse. Now it's uh, now it's productive work. Now it's art. <laughs> and Jim, how about you? 
Ah, I mean, it's been great. I mean, everybody here has been super welcoming and it's just Blake, it's been awesome. And just to be included is really cool. It's a lot of fun. And like Stacia says, you know, for freaks like us, this is like a, a safe home spot. So like everybody out there, I mean, this is, this is what everybody needs to attach themselves to for sure, because uh, it's so cool. You can talk about all the cool stuff that you listen to and Hey, nobody judges. It's awesome. It's true. Yeah. yeah. And I think I got 15 writers now, I think I'm kind of lose track of the numbers here, but I think I have 15 writers now. Of the metal pit so i'm just going to give a brief history lesson here on the metal pit i am vague on some of the years because i'm not young anymore and whatever <laughs> but it's probably been around 25 years on and off that i have been a part of a heavy metal website in some way my first page is by myself writing album reviews on my own page i called it thingies metal reviews or thingies album reviews and that was on geocities which Stacia mentioned in her one video for us if anyone remembers GeoCities. <laughs> now I can't remember how long I did that for, but so I but I know my first work on a website with a team was when I met my friend Jody Sandberg. We met online in the year 2000 and decided to put a team up to do a site. But we only had me and her doing the writing and one of her friends uh, created the website and did all that stuff. So we didn't have to do that. And I think it was just called The Pit back then. And it was just me and her, as I said. Unfortunately, in the year 2011, Jody went into a diabetic coma and remained that way for four years till her body couldn't fight anymore. And she passed away in the year 2015. During that time, the site, I changed the name to The Metal Pit, or I might have stopped and then restarted it again in her honor or whatever. So I, then I called it The Metal Pit, as I did see there was another magazine called The Pit Magazine or something. So I didn't want to be the same name, so I changed it to The Metal Pit. And then I would find other metal-minded people like these two here and, and have a site and do what we're doing now, except now we're at the biggest we've ever been. The Metal Pit is the biggest it's ever been. Uh, but I really don't think the metal pit would exist if it wasn't for me meeting my friend Jody, because even though I did do that thing by myself first, I don't think I ever would have did anything else with it. But since I met her and she was into doing it, that's really how it started. So I don't really think the metal pit would exist without her being in my life for the years that she was. And I'm going to mention her again at the end of the episode, but we'll get to that later. So we're going to get into... I guess I haven't even mentioned this yet. We're doing our top 50 album list. I had all of my writers that wanted to contribute gave me their top 50 metal, or I'll say hard rock metal albums of all time. Just I don't want to get into the debate about they're not heavy metal or whatever, but you know, if there's some old bands, like I'm not going to mention the names, I'll wait to a list, but you know, they're the roots of heavy metal, I guess. So that's why they're included. And a lot of us are older on the site <laughs> so of course we've been around and heard those things <laughs> so i'm gonna ask you two guys how hard was it to do to make up a top 50 list jim how hard was it to do that yeah like every episode we do it's hard to come up with the top 20s top 10s and top 50 <laughs> was just as bad and i mean like i said naming my children were easier than this i put more thought into this so you know and that's that's the truth and i mean i I battled with it. I think it took me five weeks to get this completed. And I'm still, now I'm, I'm getting a hint of what other people might've put there. And 
obviously got to know a lot of people on here and their likes and there's a lot of stuff on there I think I forgot so I think I kind of suck so <laughs> <laughs> and Stasia how was it <laughs> top 50 list exactly that's exactly it like couldn't have said it better you know you'll finish it and then it'll be a week later and you're like son of a bitch I forgot one of my favorite yeah. albums like I went through 50 how did I forget this album um and uh what when I was doing it I do the same thing when I'm trying to do, you know, the top 10 songs at the end of our, our, you know, other podcasts. And I always try to tell myself like, Stacia, this isn't going to be on your tombstone. It's fine. <laughs> Just like relax and make a list. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this one was definitely particularly difficult. Cause I'm just like, what, what am I forgetting? Because it's going to be so much, <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. I landed where I landed. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I all, yes. I also agree with well, both of you that, yeah, I would do my, I did my top 50. I did mine first. So I had a starting point for when people would se start sending me theirs. And, you know, we all have groups on ours that aren't on anybody else's list. And we have maybe the same group, but a different album that's on other lists. And yeah, a week later, I'll listen to something and I'll go, shit, I forgot to put them on my list. But it's like, ah, I already made the list. Like Stacia said, it's not going on our tombstones. Well, maybe mine will, but. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You'll need a pretty big tombstone. And it's funny, that's kind of one of the reasons I wanted to do this. If I die next week, I want people to know that they can come to the website and because I'll make a page up too, and they go, Well, there's Blake's top 50 albums of all time, but he's dead. But at least we can see what he liked. We'll need to crowdfund some kind of metal mausoleum. <laughs> oh, that would be wicked. It's true. Yes. Can I get in on that actually? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so at the end, so we have, I said, I think 15 writers. I maybe only have 14 people that gave me a few people didn't do the list. I have, tw I got 12 lists. So I got 12 top 50 lists and that's how I compiled our top 50 group list or whatever. So I, I scored everything, but I'm not going to get into all that shit, <laughs> <laughs> but I do have every writer's top album. So we will mention that at the end. I will do that since I had to wait for a couple of people to give me the number one today because people take their time to do things <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna do so i'm gonna let jim do number 50 to number 41 so jim let's start so okay well yeah this is great and it, it's cool this is so cool so number 50 the sepultura uh, arise from 1991 their fourth studio album and this I'm going to I'm going to mention if it was in my top 50 I'm just not going to say where. So yes, this was in my top 50. Number 49, one of my favorite albums. Oh, I I just gush when I see these. Merciful Fate Melissa, 1983. I mean, what this was in my top top 50 as well. So I mean, that, that friggin' amazing album. That album's 48, perfect. I love that album. I love King Diamond. I love Merciful Fate. Some of my favorite stuff and I've got many of them on my top 50. Uh, 48 Sabotage Gutter Ballet great album probably a lot of people would would say this is probably their top album from 1989 their fifth studio album I like a lot of their later stuff too uh, 47 Exodus Fabulous Disaster 1989 I mean I didn't have any Exodus and that's what pisses me off because I'm like looking at it now and I'm saying why didn't I put Exodus on here but I don't know anyways I didn't so it's on here uh, 46, Nuclear Assault, Handle With Care, Wicked Band, 1989, their third studio album. That's a great album. 
Uh, number 45, Ozzy with Lizard of Oz, 1980, his debut. That's in my top 50. I'm actually, and, wait, wait. I'm actually surprised yeah. that that was so low, actually. I thought that'd be higher, but anyway, go ahead. I also love oh, There's Lizard a couple on here. Yeah, there's a couple on here that I was kind of shocked. Uh, 44, another Exodus album, Bonded by Blood, which is actually my favorite Exodus album. And again, I didn't have it on my top 50. So again, I kind I of sucked. You had that one? 1985, nope. their debut. Number 43, this is one I totally forgot about. And I, you know, Wasp, Wasp, Dave, 1984 debut album. It's one of my favorite albums. Never put it in my <laughs> top 50, though. I, I totally, totally spaced out when it came to some of these. And the next one, 42, Death, Spiritual Healing. What an amazing album. I have no death albums on my top 50. I'm shocked. And I've been ordering all the CDs with the bonus material over the last couple of weeks. So it's like, I don't know what I'm doing sometimes. Uh, and number 41, Metal Church, Metal Church, their debut album, which is, which yes. is phenomenal as well. Yeah. That's 100% in my top 50. I love, I think that album is another all killer, no filler album. Yeah. Metal Church yeah, is I, amazing. I was surprised. Because that, that one's in my list too, Metal Church. And I was actually surprised that a few other people had it in there and that it didn't make our list. So that's cool. Yes. So I now we're to number. If you were to go into my car right now, I'm pretty sure that's the CD that is currently in my car. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That yeah. I do love. Yeah, I love the first two Metal Church albums the best, yeah. I guess. Anyway. Yeah. Also, man, you heard it here first, folks. Uh, the Metal Pit. We love Exodus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Okay, oh, now Stacia is going to do number 40 to 31. Did I do that right? Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm okay. excited to hear this. Excited to right? hear this. <laughs> this is really fun. All right. So, number 40, of course, we've got Zeppelin 4, their fourth studio album, 1971. I was uh, definitely waiting for some Zeppelin to get in here. And 39, Ozzy Osbourne, No Rest for the Wicked. So 19, that's their fifth studio album, came out in 1988. Um, I do love this album. I have a real soft spot for Blizzard of Oz, though, I will say. Yeah, I'm surprised that No Rest of the Wicked is higher than Blizzard of Oz, actually, even though I do like that album, too. I I like a lot of Ozzy's solo material, but um, yeah, Blizzard of Oz, I don't know. But I have a real nostalgic attachment to, uh, to Blizzard of Oz. Yeah. So 38. Queensryche, Operation Mind Crime from 2003, their third studio album. Okay, number 37. Definitely one of my favorite albums of all time. Iron Maiden's Killers, their second studio nice. album. 1981. I am a Deano era person. Um, I love Dickinson, but those first two albums, I am a sucker for those first two albums. Yes. Uh, yes. Number 36. The, the debut album from Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath, 1970, a classic. Where would we be without it? I don't even want to know. Uh, <laughs> you're right. You're right. Where would right? you imagine no Black Sabbath? No. Yeah. I don't want to live in that world. <laughs> exactly. Uh, number 35, Manowar, Kings of Metal, Real Life Spinal Tap. Uh, that's 1988, <laughs> their sixth studio album. I do love it. That that could have just as easily been in my car, to be honest. I also have that in my regular rotation. I don't know if they made my top 50. It might have, but uh, it's definitely one of the CDs I listen to in my car a lot. Um, number 34, we actually have my 
favorite Black Sabbath album, which is Sabbath Bloody Sabbath, their fifth studio album, 1973. Um, don't know what it is. That's just, that is my number one. So that that's definitely my top 50 for sure. And number 33, Overkill, Years of Decay. That's their fourth studio right. album, 1989. Man, 1989 is a good year for metal. Wicked year. You never really Wicked think year. about it, but damn, it's uh, it's delivering for sure. Number 32, Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction. That is their first album, 1987. And 31, ACDC, Back in Black, their seventh album, 1980. And you, I don't think you like ACDC, do you, Stacia? <laughs> I hate ACD. I hate. I also hate Guns N' Roses. I'm. I'm sorry to everybody listening. I hate ACDC. I hate Guns N' Roses. I feel really strongly about it, but I'm happy for all of you that you like them. Well, actually, I, see, I like. I like ACD four back in black, but because I like Bon Scott better than Brian Johnson, so I didn't have back in black on my list. So. So I, when I was in university, really was trying to model my look after Axl Rose, like young Axl Rose. And I would like wear the bandana like wrapped around my forehead. But I hate <laughs> Guns N' Roses. I was just like, I kind of <laughs> like the ginger dirtbag look. Um, but yeah, I <laughs> hate your band very much. <laughs> I was never, I was back in, back in Appetite, that, that's the album, Appetite for Destruction, of course. I never liked it because I hated Sweet Child of Mine. Like, I hated that ballad, and I thought, ah, I hated it. But as I got older, I kind of went, oh, I guess it's not that bad. Not that song. I still don't like that song. But a few of the songs I didn't mind and stuff. So I can't say I hate Guns N' Roses, but they're not on my list either. Well, when <laughs> I, I remember, so I moved schools a lot. Uh, one of the new schools I went to, um, I tried, I found, like, the first boy with long hair that I could find because that was usually like the thing I do I'd be like okay I gotta find a boy with long hair so I found <laughs> one and I was like okay um hello I'm in your life now and this particular boy with long hair was uh we were talking I was like okay well congratulations here I am um and tell me the music you like and he loved Guns N' Roses so I was like I mean fuck I'll give it another try I guess and I remember like because every household up north had a Guns N' Roses tape. It was just a guarantee. So I remember like putting it on and just being like, I can't do it. This sucks. I hate it. I hate it so much. That's okay. We can yeah. do it. Oh, yeah. And he didn't take to any of the metal I liked either. So it was just a, a mismatch. But, you know, <laughs> Clody, we met wherever you are. I'm happy for you. I hope you still love Guns N' Roses. Guns N Roses. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I think that Guns N' Roses is the only album from uh, Kay, our writer Kay, who's big into hair metal and stuff. I think that's the only one from her list that made our top 15 list. So congratulations, Kay. You helped get Guns N' Roses on our list. We love this for you, you Kay. <laughs> okay, so now we'll go back to Jim with 30 to 21. Awesome. So 30, I mean, one of my favorite albums and was in my top 50. Slayer, Seasons in the Abyss. I mean, you know, 1990, their fifth studio album. This is where it probably would be their Black album. But it was really good compared to the Black album for Metallica. So this was really <laughs> much better. And I loved it. And it, it's a great album. The 29, Judas Priest, British Steel, 1980. I mean, you know, Priest, British Steel. It, it, it's a, a wicked, wicked album. Number 28, I can't believe this is so far down the list because it's in my top 50. And, and I've said this 
on some of the other podcasts where it will fall. Uh, Metallica, kill them all. I mean, this Whoa. is awesome. Yeah, it's number 28. Jim, Can't I don't love this list anymore because it's really high up for me. <laughs> yeah, same with, well, it was really high up for me as well. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's their 83 debut. I remember buying it at Wilco, 1980, I think it was 83 or early 84. And I just, I just the cover blew me away. Listen to it, blew me away. 27, Sepultura, Beneath the Remains, another great album, 1989, the third studio album. So we had their their fourth one at 50 and then we've dropped uh, we've got their beneath the remains which is a great album and uh and 27 26 this one's definitely for stacia i mean we've got <laughs> motorhead ace of spades 1980 fourth studio album so one they're the getting a lot of, they're getting some love yeah they're getting <laughs> they some love <laughs> 25 and this one kind of blew me away too i mean megadeth rust in peace 1990 it's my favorite megadeth album it was in my top top 50 great album and here stacia's gonna she's gonna pull her hair out in about two seconds so number 24 <laughs> venom black metal what the hell i know 24 24 well, that's pretty good, isn't it? No, <laughs> really, no, not, not you know. Well, I have something to I have something to say about this. That album, Venom Black Metal, appeared on three people's top fifty list, and the three oh, people are us three. <laughs> there you go. Nobody else had it on their list, just us three. So that's why it made it that high because of it us. Should be like mandatory listening to get into the metal pit. <laughs> Exactly. You should come with like a metal pit welcome package and that should be yeah. like in there. Yes, exactly. Give me your three page essay on black metal. <laughs> Give me your top 20 facts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a test before you can take part anyway. Agreed. Where do I sign? Number 23. And we got three in a row here. 23 Iron Maiden Peace of Mind. That was in my Ooh, top yeah. uh, 50. 1983. The 22 Iron Maiden, Seventh Son of the Seventh Son. That's their seventh studio album. A great album as well. And number 21, I can't believe it's this far down the line, is Iron Maiden, Iron Maiden, the debut 1980. And I agree, Stacia, you know, Deano albums are yes. awesome. And both they were on my list as well. So awesome. That Their first album is a perfect yeah. album. I, like that is the kind of album... If you can't think of what to listen to, put on the first Iron Maiden album. Every yeah. song is so good. And it opens yeah. with such a face-melting banger. It ends with such a face-melting banger. Such a yeah. good album. And everybody's it's people say the same thing to me about Deanna that they do about Kronos. Oh, do you know he's a huge asshole? I don't really <laughs> care. Like, no. It's such a good album. Why would you want to take joy away from me? <laughs> Man. Um I'm still really thrown by Kill 'Em All being that low down the list. Like that's something I'm kind of still reeling from. Um, I know, and and Venom, but it's only the three of us who put it on our list, so that <laughs> oh. I guess makes sense. This is, this is a good group, though. The three of us are a good. We're a good trio. See, that's, that's why right. it, it mattered where you ranked the album too. So 
I, yeah. I know Stacia will get to where she ranked it later, but uh, so it helps how high we rank it. So it at least it got to this point because if it wasn't for, like I say, wouldn't even have made it if it wasn't for us three. So yeah, <laughs> you know. The, so the really funny thing, and I I love Judas Priest so much. I think there was like four or five Judas Priest albums alone on my top fifty. Um, cool. But British Steel is like my least favorite Judas Priest album. <laughs> Um, which is something that everybody's like, wow, really? <laughs> like, I, I swear, <laughs> it's just not my favorite. Um, but I am, I am so with you, Jim. Rest in Peace is my favorite Megadeth album, oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. So All we'll right. go to number, speaking of Judas Priest, we'll go to number 20. <laughs> All right. Stage. So interestingly, number 20 is another Iron Maiden album. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> And it's a, is that four in a row or three in a oh, row? I, oh, I, sorry, I mixed up. I have my notes wrong. Sorry. Go ahead. Yes. Uh, so that's uh, their sixth studio album, Somewhere in Time from 1986. Uh, and number 19, Defenders of the Faith. What a good album. So that's Judas Priest's ninth studio album, 1984. Imagine like nine albums down the road still ripping out an album this good. I love Defenders of the Faith. And this yeah, actually, never- that might be the latest album of a band that made it on the list, you know, like it's their ninth studio album. Yeah. I don't like, cause mo- usually we're getting early albums, right? One to four or five or whatever. That's so that true. could be one of the latest you albums in a catalog yeah. that made the top back, 50 list. I'm trying to remember, but Back in Black was the seventh. Yeah. Well, it just goes to show you, um, Judas Priest kicks ass and they do it <laughs> consistently. Yes. Um, number 18, Rainbow. Their second studio album, Rising, from 1976. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then number 17, Deep Purple, Machine Head, 1972. Uh, that's their sixth studio album. I saw them with Judas Priest. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. That was a great show. Uh, and Shocker, Hold On To Your Hats, number 16, More Iron Maiden. If you thought the metal pit loved Exodus, wait till you see how we feel about Iron Maiden. So that is Power Slave, which I, I do really like. That's probably like my fourth favorite Iron Maiden album, but it is the Metal Pit's 16th favorite overall. And that's their fifth album, 1984. Wow. Number 15, I honestly can't, I'm really surprised this isn't in the top 10, actually. Black Sabbath Paranoid, their second album, 1970. And number 14, you know what? I, I do feel like this should be higher, but I'm really grateful. 14 is still a great ranking. Merciful Fate, Don't Break the Oath. Oh, wicked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their second studio album. Oh, and fun fact about uh, Don't Break the Oath. This is Corpse Grinder, the singer of Cannibal Corpse's favorite metal album of all time. Cool. (laughs) Yeah, fun fact. Tell you that much for free. And then number, ooh, number 13. All right. Motorhead's Overkill. That's their second album. Yes. So that was uh, 1979 and another one of the best albums written by human beings ever. And, and we did a podcast on that, the three of us, we didn't we? We did, yeah. Was did. it the three of us? I think it was, it was it? Yeah. No, I was it really? Yeah. That's three. Yeah, it was us three. I remember the... The only that, Motorhead one we've done. Was, yeah, because I know we did Motorhead. Yes. This is the one we did, Overkill. Yeah. And we've only did one Motorhead album so far, so... You don't believe Sorry. me? No, no, no. I was still thinking about Don't Break the Oath. Because <laughs> we did Don't Break the Stacia, Oath. Stacia, you were talking about how much every song was about sex, remember? 
It's well, it is. <laughs> well, don't break don't the oath. Mean, you did, right, Stacia? Yeah. Well, I, I don't, mean, uh, you did that. Yeah. Yes, we did that. But I'm going to tell you why I got confused. This is a, a really fantastic King Diamond sandwich. So we had 14, <laughs> don't break the oath, 13, overkill. And number 12 is King Diamond's Abigail. So the second album from solo King Diamond. So it's just a, a whirlwind of amazing metal all in one <laughs> tiny chunk. And then number 11, Anthrax, Among the Living, their third studio album from uh, 1987. Oh, that's 11. Yes. That is 11. Wow. That so now like we're fast. down to our last 10. Now, also, so Jim, you... I swear I remember the, the Motorhead one. I really thought we were thinking of Don't Break the Oath. And I was like, I feel like Jim wasn't on Don't Break the Oath. But yeah, I definitely, <laughs> I will never forget our, our Motorhead uh, podcast. Because yeah, no, I remember just awesome. being like, I'm really sorry to break it to everybody that this is uh, so often about let me just trying to have sex with people. <laughs> <laughs> so we have 10 left. Now, of course, you guys have been listening to each other talk. I know what the top 10 are, obviously, and you two don't uh, because I didn't tell you what they are. But I'm sure you have some guesses in your mind of what's going to be coming up here. Yeah, <laughs> so maybe yeah. when we get to the last five, I'll make you two make a choice to see what you think the number one is. Ooh, okay. It's not your number one, which I guess it isn't. Eat one. No, I don't think we've got Jim's number. I forget. No, my number <laughs> one's already been said. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, let's oh, get. Oh, it's mine. <laughs> so number 10 we have metallica with injustice for all from 1988 their fourth studio album any thoughts on injustice for all it's a great album but we need to turn up the bass that needs a remaster big time i'm sorry and i know it's jason's favorite metallica album i know it is but it's like it would be my fourth favorite Metallica album, I think. Uh, but I love the album. I just wish they'd turn up the bass on it. I agree <laughs> that it's it's also my fourth favorite Metallica album. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, going uh, Kill Em All, Master of Puppets, Ride the Lightning, and then Injustice for All. It would also yeah. be my fourth favorite Metallica album. So there yeah. you go. Solid number four. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so number nine, we got Judas Priest with Screaming for Vengeance from 1982. Their Such eighth studio album. album. Such a good album. Such a good album. Yeah, that was my 17. So, but that's a wicked album. I mean, it's legendary. It gets so hard, right? Like, uh, like your own top 50. Yeah. And I feel like if you wrote it on a different day or a different like season, oh, yeah. it's going to be all over the place. Now, I made a note earlier about how it was Judas Priest's ninth studio album was the highest like that we've seen in a catalog. But now this next album is the 12th studio album from a band. Anybody have any guesses who it is? The 12th? Yes. My God. I, I don't, I couldn't guess. Oh, maybe, no. <laughs> oh, I I'll give you a hint. It was the, yeah. also the same group that had the ninth studio album. <laughs> Judas Priest. Oh. Judas Priest, okay. <laughs> and it's Painkiller and the, the 1990 oh. Painkiller. That's, oh, yeah. That's my favorite Judas Priest album. That should have been my guess. <laughs> um, that's easily my favorite Judas Priest album. Such but Turbo did not make the list, so. 
<laughs> okay, number seven is Metallica again with Ride the Lightning from 1984, their second studio album. And this is personally my favorite Metallica album is Ride the Lightning. There's um, a popular uh, TikTok, YouTube, or um, it's like a video that gets shared. It's something called a stitch. Uh, I don't know if you guys like know what that is. It's when you have the beginning of a video, but then someone cuts the video to like answer it. So there's this one person who does a lot of uh, um, how to get like guys to interact with girls or something. And uh, the girl opens up the video and she's like, I know a sound that all men love. And it stitches to a guy just playing creeping death. (laughs) I was like, this is amazing. It was just like one of my favorite things to watch. It's just like some skid sitting alone in his basement, just ripping that riff. <laughs> and a number six album. I'm actually surprised this is up so high, but it's Megadeth with Peace Cells, but who's buying their I mean, second album. album, 1986. I would maybe switch. I, I like, it'd be my, my second favorite. Um, same here. Same here. Yeah. Yeah. It is my favorite Beth album. I just didn't think it would be this high on the total list. But so we have five left. You have any guesses on what the number one album is before we get? Okay, Heaven and Hell, Black Sabbath. Okay. Yeah. I could guess, but I already know the answer, so I guess I won't. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, don't guess. With this crowd, definitely Master of Puppets is at least going to be like super high up there. Okay, well, number five, we have Ronnie James Dio with his debut solo album, Holy Diver, '93. That was definitely on mine. That was number six for me. That was on the list. That was actually on nine. Nine people had that on their top fifty. Nice. This is a good group. Yeah. And number four is also Ryan James Dio singing, but it's Black Sabbath, Heaven and Hell. Yes. Yeah. Ninth studio album from 1980. Amazing. And number three, which we somebody, uh, I did a podcast with Jim and maybe Billy on this one, but we have Slayer with Rain and Blood from 1986. Six, their third is that their third studio album? Uh, Rain of Blood, Show No Mercy, Hellawaits, and Rain of Blood. Yeah, is that right? Okay, I thought that was a little later, but anyway, so yes, Rain and Blood is there, even though it's not, it didn't make my list, so it definitely made a lot of other people's lists. Oh, it's on mine. (laughs) Yeah, if you listen to the podcast, I don't really like it that much, so <laughs> what do I know? <laughs> well, my I actually like South of Heaven better. South of Heaven was my my favorite yeah. uh, 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 Slayer Slayer album. Okay, we got two left. Okay, so Stacia predicted Master of Puppets, so there's one other one that hasn't been mentioned yet. Do you know what the other one might be? If Master of Puppets is one of the two, but... <laughs> okay, let's see. We've got, we've got the classic Maiden. We've got the classic Priest. Um, we've got Rain and Blood by Slayer. I don't feel yeah. That there's other Slayer, but I don't feel like everybody else likes Show No Mercy as much as I do. Um, that's a wicked album. Oh, it's my favorite one. Yeah, um, but I love Hello Waits as well. Well, when you when um, you hear when you hear the other one, you'll just go, oh, you forgot. 
Um, I know that about myself. And, okay, so number two is yeah. <laughs> Metallica with Master, Master. of Puppets. Yeah. From well, 1986. I'm proud of myself for that one. <laughs> their third studio album. And the number one album, as voted by the Metal Pit writers, this album appeared on nine people's lists also, but a little higher than Holy Diver did. It's Iron Maiden with the number of the bees. Oh, number of the bees. Oh, oh forgot about oh. that one. Yeah. That's and I so had it. Stupid. That's my number. <laughs> That's my number 15. Yeah, okay, it's, cool. <laughs> it's funny because we went on about the first two, and then when you talk about Power Stuff, I was like, oh, that's my fourth favorite. My third favorite is Number of the Beast. <laughs> so, You're yeah, right. that's You're it. Right. The Number of the Beast is, <laughs> is the number one album as voted, I guess you could say, by the Metal Pit Writers. Now, I just wanted okay. a couple things there. Yeah, I got 12 lists to do, the 12 top 50 lists to do this. And I said already, Number of the Beast appeared on nine of the 12 lists, as did Holy Diver, but Number of the Beast would have been higher on the list. Master of Puppets appeared on seven people's lists. Iron Maiden had nine different albums on everybody's list, so there was nine different Iron Maiden albums that were included. <laughs> now, they didn't all make the top 50, of course, but they were mentioned. And there was 10 debut albums in our top 50. Wow. Yeah. A lot of bands start out really strong. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's uh... Okay. So now we've just did a top 50 list. So, but we're still going to do top 10 lists because I want to hear us, since us three are here, we're going to hear our each of our top uh, 10 albums. I guess I'll let you do that first and then I'll give every writer's top album that they gave me. So we'll start with Jim. You want to do your top ten that you had well, on your list? I'm gonna I'm gonna start at eleven because Voivod Dimension had Frost. Voivod didn't get any love, so I'm <laughs> oh, going with eleven. <laughs> that's fair. Sorry, get guys. Voivod in there. <laughs> yeah, that's no, right. I respect. That's the right decision. Thanks, thanks. <laughs> and I, I like to break the rules. Uh, but number ten, <laughs> Black Sabbath, Heaven and Hell for me. These are all, all classic albums obviously number nine iron maiden to mine for me was uh was a big album number eight metallica ride the lightning number seven merciful fate don't break the oath i mean i love king diamond i love merciful fate and abigail i had abigail on here i had them on here i had melissa on here so you know I, lots of love for king diamond and I merciful think I had fate. All of those as uh, well. number six D yeah we i mean it's just how can you not number six yeah Dio, holy dry holy diver Number five, Black Sabbath, Paranoid. And, you know, Stacia said, I can't believe that's not higher up. E either could I. <laughs> and it's then I went a into sort of. Album. Totally. And then I went into sort of passionate, a little bit, because I'm a passionate guy. What can I say? Uh, number four, I love Saxon. So I picked Saxon Crusader, my favorite I Saxon. love Saxon. Oh, wicked, wicked. <laughs> I love, also in my car. <laughs> nice, nice. And then. Judas Priest, but my favorite Judas Priest album of all time is Sin After Sin, 1977. Love that album. Whoa, and I yeah. told the story before. It was I went to go buy a stack of albums in 1980 at a flea market. It was and I was buying Saturday Night Fever, the double album, at a flea market for two bucks. And stuffed inside the sleeve was Judas Priest, Sin After Sin. So it it turned me into a metalhead. So I got to give Aww. it some love. <laughs> it's a wicked amazing. story. You can't even write that. No, it's true. And also, I feel like that's not an album that gets talked about enough. No, 
Exactly, exactly. Number two, Iron Maiden Power Slave, my first live concert. Saw them with Twisted Sister opening in 1983. I was only a, a youngling at that time. And number one, Metallica, Kill Em All. Yes! <laughs> the song <to> album! <laughs> exactly. Okay, Jim, what's your favorite song, do you think, on Kill Em All? Oh, my God. I like Phantom Lord. I like how dark it is. And I like the fact that it's kind of, it doesn't get a lot of love. And it's, but I mean, I love the whole album. But but Phantom Lord's probably my favorite. And Jump in the Fire, I've got the album 12-inch single for it. I bought it when it came out. So it, it that's a, that's another one that I love as well. As well so Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think I think Motor Breath is my favorite. It's like the most Wicked. like yeah, it's such a good one. For uh so September was my two year guitar anniversary, and that was the song <laughs> I learned for my two year guitar anniversary. Oh, cool. I also learned Jump in the Fire, but uh Motor Breath I think is like just more fun to play because it's obnoxiously fast. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, I mean actually it's it's all obnoxiously fast and I love um like that the sound they had back then uh with kill em all was they were and i know this how this is gonna sound coming from me but it's just true and facts are facts they were like a such a like venom inspired band back then oh yeah um and uh, i mean that was their first tour because chronos saw uh footage of them like someone sent chronos footage of like look at these shit heels in america and they're all wearing venom shirts and um they were, uh, you know, Whiplash, that song, Cronus was like, that's my fucking song. It's Witching Hour. It's literally Witching Hour. Exactly. They took my riff. And uh, I guess, yeah, Cronus was like, I mean, if they're going to copy us, we might as well take them on tour. And that was like their big tour. And uh, <laughs> one of my big books on Venom, um, there's like interviews with Cronus talking about the tour. And he, he was talking about how like Lars just like called the shots. And it's funny because when you look at pictures jim i gotta send you some i'll like take pictures of my book but it's like Absolutely. they're all babies it's like yeah. a bunch of 14 and it literally like especially because venom was maybe a couple of years older it looked kind of like if you see kids and you're like okay you can go but take your little brother with you yeah. and like that was like venom with metallica for that kill them all tour but i was like this is just so fantastic and yeah. um Venom was really good at inspire. I mean, uh, even around Show No Mercy, that's when uh, Slayer was touring with them. Exactly. So we have a lot of we have just the best shit coming out at that exact time. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> well, no, nobody asked, but Whiplash is my favorite song on that album. <laughs> sorry, yeah, I sorry went on a rant, but I'm really glad. <laughs> no, I'm uh, so Blake. Next time you listen to Whiplash, um, listen to Witching Hour. Well, yeah, yeah, I need to listen. I need to. Yeah, refresh my memory on Witching Hour yeah. to see if you're do, right. Uh, do the side by side. <laughs> That's right. I yeah. will. Whiplash is a Whiplash is a really good, honestly though. I really I feel like that that album is is so it's all killer no fun. There's not a song on there I don't like. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, Stacia, give us your top ten then. All right. Sorry, I really derailed us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um because there's been precedent and jim did it i'm gonna do it i'm gonna start at 11 because my 11th band also didn't get any love on here but i'm also not surprised because it's uh bathory their first album bathory oh, such wicked. a good one yeah um my number 10 is iron maiden iron maiden um number nine slayer show no mercy another nice. album that's all killer no filler you can listen all the way through 
Number eight, to no surprises whatsoever, Motorhead, 1916. Ah, wicked album. And number seven, Metallica, Kill 'Em All. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Number six, an album that I think is one of the most perfect black metal albums ever, and uh, I, it's one of those albums that I want to do someday, um, like with someone, if someone else is really into Critical Filth, The Principle of Evil Made Flesh, because it's, it doesn't sound like any of their later albums and it's so good and number five judas priest painkiller solid classic album um number four cannibal corpse gore obsessed because that was the like one of the first i ever heard i think it was the second one i ever heard but that that just that album shaped what i looked for in metal for a really long time cool Number three, and I did definitely double up a little bit, but it's just true. Another Motorhead album, Overkill. Oh, yeah. Yep. So number two is Welcome to Hell, Venom. And number one is Black Metal, Venom. <laughs> Wicked. <laughs> well, I think you like so Venom. Of no one. Yeah, maybe just a little. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, That's so now I'll do good. my top 10. Should I start with my number 11? Yeah, I guess I was, might as yeah, well. Everybody it else did. It has to be 11. It has to be 11. This didn't get any love from, I don't know. I don't think anybody else even put this on their list. So, <laughs> and I don't know what year this is because I don't have this written down for this, but Montrose album by like Montrose album called Montrose with Sammy Hagar on vocals. Right. Like the only thing Aww. I really like, but with Sammy Hagar. <laughs> Danny yeah, that, that's my number 11. I oh, love that. Bless album. his heart. <laughs> number 10 is going to upset Jason when he listens to this, but sorry, it's Faith No More and their album King for a Day. As I'm a big, I love Faith No More and I'm sorry, but they're on my list. So sorry, Jason. I, I hear he doesn't like uh... it. No, he didn't. Well, I don't. Well, he did some, he does. He's surprised that I like them so much. I don't know. If their he... live show I hear is uh, pretty, pretty wacky. I've like, only seen them, them once. I saw them once. They opened for Guns N' Roses and Metallica, actually. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and that's yeah. the only time I've seen them. And, you know, it probably wouldn't have been 30 minutes of <laughs> time that they would have got. Yeah, I feel like that would have been a, that's like a rough night. Like, Stacia, you get to see Metallica, but you have to sit through Guns N' Roses. <laughs> well, I think it was Guns N' Roses was last. So you could have watched Faith No More and Metallica, and then you could have left. I get to watch Metallica and go to bed early. That sounds like the best night ever. He beat the traffic. Beat the traffic. Yeah. yeah. Was that the it was at the CNE when they used to have the concerts at the CNE in Toronto? Fantastic. <laughs> okay, where was I? Okay, now number nine. I have Venom, Black Metal. Yay! I better fit in with Stacia there. Number eight, I have now I have a few old bands here, like I had Montrose there. <laughs> Number eight, I got Led Zeppelin with physical graffiti. Oh, yeah. I had that above four. Uh number, Led made our list. number seven, I got trouble. You know, some anybody know trouble? The doom oh, yeah. metal band trouble. I have manic frustration album. I don't have the years written down here. Number six, I got Deep Purple, Machine Head. Number five, I have Dream Theater with Images and Words. Yeah, that's their best album. Number four, again, I'm sorry, but I have Faith No More again. (laughs) (laughs) With Angel Dust, their album Angel Dust. That's a good album. 
And now the top three, I think we're in like the top five of our overall list. But I got number three, I got Metallica, Master of Puppets. Number two, I got Metallica, Ride the Lightning. And number one, I got Iron Maiden, Number of the Beast. So, and I didn't cheat. I didn't, even though that's my number one, I didn't cheat and make that number one just because I picked it. (laughs) (laughs) Just worked out. I just kind of like that you also had a top 10 with like duplicate artists. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what, like, is, yeah, I I mean, you could have, like, you could have had seven Phantom albums in there if you wanted to. <laughs> Would have sounded about right, yeah. <laughs> you could have threw At War with Satan in there, too, if you wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let me read off the other writers' number one album, just so we can see what they were. First, we got Billy. His was Metallica's Injustice for All. And Jason's was Metallica, Justice for All. So it was number one on two people's list, which is why wow. it's so high here. A number four for all of us. Yeah. That's, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, number four in the Metallica. Yeah. But anyway. Uh, let see. Kenneth, he had Anthrax Among the Living. That's why it got mm-hmm. such a big boost, because he had it number one. Uh-huh. And let's see. Our writer, Dennis, with one N from Spain. He's a pretty new writer to the team. But he has Metallica's Master of Puppets. Cool. And then our Dennis, which is Dennis with two N's. (laughs) He is from the Netherlands, also new to the team. And he has Slayer's South of Heaven as his number one. Nice. Nice. And we got Eric, who didn't do a top 50 list, but he gave me his number one. And it was Iron Maiden's Power Slave. And then got Tom gave us Black Sabbath, Heaven and Hell. I know he loves that album. Oh, oh yeah. did a podcast on that one together, I think. Yep. Okay, and then we got Georgina gave us uh, Judas Priest, British Steel. And Kay, I mentioned before, I think, had Guns N' Roses, Appetite for Destruction as her number one. Kay, if you're listening, I'm really sorry that I don't like Guns N' Roses. <laughs> I love that you love them. And and if you're ever at a show, I won't be the guy standing in front of you obstructing your view. <laughs> I couldn't do it anyway because I'm like four feet tall. But either way, to, I wouldn't be in your way. I don't know if she's <laughs> going to see them or if she already seen them because they are on tour or something. So I'm not sure if that already happened or not. But Well, the less I go, the more space there is for you, okay? <laughs> and then Melissa gave us Iron Maiden's debut album from 1980. And Elizabeth's number one album was Iron Maiden's The Number of the Beast. Melissa, and, oh, that was it, I guess. And the only... And I just wanted to mention, so I wanted to end off talking about my friend Jody again, who started the metal pit with me. I am friends with her best, her best friend from high school, Joanne Dixon. So I messaged her on Facebook and I asked her if she could help me in predicting what she would pick as her number one album. And she also um, sent a message to her widowed husband and asked them. So they agreed that. Jody's number one album would be Surprise, Surprise, Iron Maiden's The Number of the Beast. Nice. Well, she has great taste. Yeah. Uh, Very, I don't know, it was kind of touching, I thought, when I heard that. And I thought, that makes sense, I guess. (laughs) And I just wanted to mention also, congratulations on Jody's friend, Joanne, because she got married yesterday. So I hope it goes well with that. And let's see. And what else is there? Oh, okay. So, well, that's really it. Anybody have any final thoughts on these to this top 50 list that we did? 
I mean, I guess it goes without saying, but like this uh, whole episode is just dedicated to uh, Jody. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. And well, we know that people like Iron Maiden and people like Metallica, (laughs) people like old Metallica, nothing made it after the fourth album. No black album on here. No. (laughs) And a lot of Jews. The biggest takeaway is like we love Metallica and Iron Maiden and Judas Priest. But and like we really Dio made the list three, three times with three different groups. Yeah. With three yeah. people, Sabbath and Dio. <laughs> Which I just thought of that right now. Thought, oh, it's an interesting thing, I should say. So anyway, well, that's it. So thank you guys for joining me. It was fun doing this. Yeah, and- this was a really fun one. Yeah, this was great. I mean, I, I was actually excited to hear because I only we only got our own ones we were presenting, so we didn't know what the rest of them were. So it was yeah. really secretive. It was like the Oscars, kind of. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think once we did get to the top ten, we knew. Oh, well, we haven't heard Master of Puppets yet. We haven't heard about Right. Yeah. We haven't heard Heaven and Hell. We haven't heard the Number of the Beast. But, I, you know, I was surprised. That, like I said, the Megadeth was up that high with Peace Cells, even though it's my favorite Megadeth album. And nobody else, you and by the way, nobody nobody else things. picked Faith No More on the list except me. I had four Faith No More albums in my top 50. Wow. <laughs> That's cool, though. But like I said, a lot of us had ones that nobody else had. Yeah. Okay. So thanks for joining me. There, there will be no episode this wednesday because we did this is tuesday for halloween we did this episode today so we're taking tomorrow off for a podcast and we will return wednesday november 8th and that will be season number two of the metal pit podcast we're going to be doing more of the same more albums i think we did 36 albums this year and i don't know the the laws on seasons of podcasts but i make my own rules so season two starts (laughs) on wednesday november 8th and we will always, and maybe next year on our anniversary, we'll have the top 50 metal songs of all time. So start preparing. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll start now. Yeah. So thanks Change for joining me. <laughs> thanks everyone for listening. And we can't wait to give you more content in the rest of this year and next year on the Metal Pit. Thanks for listening. Good night.